Hello, my corpulent necromancers. This is your whiz fatty Maddie and his prestidigitating porcine podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. It's nearly Memorial Day, and as a friend pointed out to me recently, that's the beginning of barefoot season. Of course, this comes up just as I was getting the hang of shodfoot season. Today's story is all about problem solving and the many problems caused by it. How many problems, you ask? Exactly 5,318,008. by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Gary was a digital display, and that's all he was, and people didn't accept that. They always asked, what's that about, and how's that work? Because there was nothing tangible about him. No LCD screen or circuit board or anything like that, just numbers floating in air. What he liked to do was make himself display 5,318,008, then stand on his head and scream, Look at me! I'm boobies! People would always look, and then they'd groan. And now you're asking, if all Gary was, 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 floating numbers, how did he talk? To which I say, you're really putting too much thought into this. You should just be quiet and fail to enjoy the rest of the story. His enemy was the evil equation binder, great nephew of the evil spellbinder. The equation binder's biggest gripe was that Gary only considered him an enemy rather than an arch enemy because the equation binder had flat feet. The EB, as I like to call him, would try to destroy Gary by making him multiply something by zero, but that only made him show zero, and zero's a thing, so he still existed. While in zero mode, EB's dog, Chilada, would leap through Gary's body and then expect EB to give him a treat. This infuriated the equation binder to no end. What did his dog think he was, a treat bank? Actually, that wasn't a bad idea, especially since this story isn't going anywhere otherwise. So the evil equation binder became a treat bank. People would keep their dog treats with him, and he'd invest those treats and pay his customers back with interest. He even hired Gary to do all the calculations. Unfortunately, although Gary's numbers looked completely trustworthy when he displayed them, he wasn't actually a calculator, and he was terrible at math. Soon the treat bank was hemorrhaging treats like a busted treat hydrant. No, that's not a very interesting analogy. Like a treat-filled piñata with an open jugular vein. Like a high-pressure treat hose, except it's a bad thing when it's going. Anyway, they were going treat broke. Things completely fell apart when Gary did his boobies thing for the kids of some of the few remaining customers. The kids loved it, and although none of the adults were truly offended, they knew that they were supposed to be offended, and so acted accordingly. To add injury to much greater injury, while Gary was in boobies mode, Chalada jumped through both of Gary's O's and waited impatiently for two treats. You, uh, you want a dog? The equation binder asked Gary. Oh, sure, Gary said. I should have thought of that before. If this story made you number your days, you can fear it and other apocalypsiosos at the all-night website, BewareTheHairyMango.com, because all the other websites close up at 11 p.m. Regurgitate your school learning all over the comments for this post, or USP mail me your all-American urine at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com, or thumbtack it to your carrier escargot at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com, and I'll get back to you in about three million years. The SF and SF Signal now stands for Swanky Fet, which the folks at SFSignal.com throw with alarming frequency. Any excuse for a guy like me to drop his suspenders and pick up his trombone, and you can take that any way you want because that's how our swanky feds roll. Tell your local boing boing Neil Gaiman, John Scalzi, and Will Wheaton on the street to tell everyone they know that my show is awesome. Also tell them not to worry, they don't even have to mean it very much and I'll still be swimming in listeners, assuming my listeners are liquids. If not, well, that's what blenders are for. On a completely unrelated note, please pour your money down my donate button so I can purchase that new blender I've had my eye on. Twitter like a shit fitter that all your spastic pals should hold still just long enough to follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. This podcast rubs down your burly shoulders at a small midwestern college and although it has been reading penthouse letters for years, it never thought it would happen to someone like its Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 3.0 ported license. Till George Carlin's beer nuts turn to cotton balls, this will be your roller holy host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, reminding you that a coward dies a thousand deaths, but a cowardly cat dies nine thousand deaths. Good night. <laughs>